listeners to review that review the podcast dedicated to reviewing reviews we're just like siskel and ebert only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces we rate and review those hilarious scathing and sometimes suspicious online reviews that's chelsea dawn and that's trey gerald and together we are the review queens to support the show while getting bonus content, including a members-only after-show podcast, visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash review that review. Chelsea girl, how you doing? I'm good. I mean, no major complaints. Swimming along through the day. I don't know. I don't really know where the day went today. You ever have one of those days where you're just like, where'd it mm-hmm. go? So I'm having a little bit of that feeling. But other than that, you know, pretty feeling pretty good. How are you doing? I'm good. It's so interesting. I'm going to induct someone today for my Royal Highness, which is very much wrapped in what I've been doing the last few days. So I'm going to not share about it now so that I can fully dive in feeling unrestricted at the end of the episode. But my week's going well, you know, it's still um, winter up here and that's a lot of fun. (laughs) I know I was almost going to talk about how like I can't quite get the temperature right because sometimes I feel like oh it's so hot and sometimes Mm. I'm like it's so cold and then I was like I shouldn't complain because it's like 70 degrees here so yeah yeah but still I mean you're experiencing that oh thank you for validating and thank you for that nice little teaser at the top I mean I'm going to be wondering the entire episode what it is that that might be the theme (laughs) so thank you for that also for those of us who are not watching, Trey is wearing our Kvetcher hat. It's beautiful. It's a white Kvetcher hat with black stitching. And so I was thinking as I was looking at your Kvetcher hat that maybe, you know, we wanted to Kvetch about things. So what do you think, Trey? Do you think mm. that we should lodge a complaint? I do. I today would love to lodge a complaint against something I'm very curious to get your input on because you are from New Jersey, Philadelphia, Philadelphia area, Philadelphia area, (laughs) (laughs) Philadelphia, and have since moved away. So I feel like you and I have the opposite experience of this. Today, I want to lodge a complaint against New Jersey's gas station attendants. New Jersey, (gasps) I believe, is the single state in our nation of the United States of America to not allow drivers to pump their own gas, you can't do it. They had hire individuals to take the little gas nozzle, type in your zip code for your credit card, select the gas, pump it, and you are not allowed to touch it or get out of your car. You get out of your car, they look at you like you're a crazy person, like you're going to do something violent. I-, I did not grow up that way. I did not grow up in the state. So it's already weird because I don't want to talk to people. <laughs> I also have, have had to Google multiple times, do you tip right. the gas station attendants or do you not? I just want to pump my gas. Like, it, 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 I, 
it's not a difficult thing to do. And sure. so I, I sometimes I don't want to have to sit there for three minutes waiting on the person to come to the car. Sure. In that amount of time, I could be almost halfway through my entire transaction at the gas station. It's frustrating to me. Also, it's been a s- snowy time of year. And that's terrible. They're freezing. They're not in good moods. I mean, I don't understand. I don't know what the pay rate for that job is. But sure. that is a hard job. You're dealing with inclement weather every single day. And you no one is like luxuriating at the gas station. It really is an in and out in and out fast, fast, fast paced. So I just I am not into it. I don't understand what the point is. I also don't know what the general economic reason is. I I don't know how much money that brings in, revenue speaking, but I just think we need to get rid of them because I don't think it's pleasant on either side. Unless maybe you're like 100 years old. In that case, you shouldn't be driving. Chelsea, tell me what your thoughts are because I have a you might have a different point of view. You definitely came to the right person with this complaint, Trey, because I am armed with a lot of knowledge about this that I would love to share with you. So first of all, the gas station attendants in New Jersey actually started after World War II. How Uh, do you know this? I don't know. Remember when I learned this, but I remember that it started because veterans needed jobs and to be employed. And so as a part of that initiative, New Jersey started implementing these gas station workers. So that is number one. Number two. Yeah, I grew up in New Jersey, but I went to middle school and high school in Philadelphia. So I've been traumatized by this on the reverse (laughs) end. And usually I would remember to fill or have have my gas filled rather before I would leave New Jersey. But every once in a mm. blue moon, I would drive all the way to school, 45 minutes away in traffic and everything. And I would need gas. Like I cannot get home without gas. And I could not fill my gas tank. Like it was terribly embarrassing. I actually didn't know how to do it. So I would have to ask a stranger if they could fill my tank. So I was at a disadvantage. Now I I obviously live in Los Angeles, so I fill my own tank now and I know how to do it. Thank God. Like that's a big, that was a big deal for me when I learned how to do it. Mm-hmm. But I like it. It's like a nice luxury when I go home and I'm like, oh, I don't even have to get out of the car. Like somebody I knew you were going to say this. this for I me. knew it. Like it's great. I mean, I don't have to touch the thing. It's dirty. But I do agree that I feel bad for them a lot of the times when they're just out there, especially in inclement weather, rain, snow. And they're still having to get out there and do it. And I'm sure people aren't the nicest. So I hear you like that sucks. But yeah, I I think it's a luxury. I imagine it's like anything else, you know, like what if you grow up somewhere, you're used to it. And if you don't, you're you're not. So like, it's it's weird to you. And I totally hear you. Anyone who has any information, please call in about this. (laughs) We have two polarizing opinions. You know, that's the power of us as a team that it's true. We really we receive the world in trash different ways and yet the same you know it's like we come full circle all right that's my complaint tell me chelsea what do you want to lodge a complaint about today okay you know what um i want to lodge a complaint um you know what never mind i don't want to say that no no um (laughs) lodge a complaint about this is a bit i shouldn't tell you forget (laughs) i'm not gonna tell you wait i want to no i want to lodge a complaint about It's stupid. I'm not going to say it. That's what I'm lodging a complaint against Trey. We got to (laughs) stop. If you've gotten to the point of the conversation, 
where you have said, I'm going to tell you something. You're not allowed to back out at that point. Okay. (laughs) You have to follow through. I can't stand it. Like when someone's looking at a phone or something, they start laughing. (laughs) It's hilarious. And then you go, what's so funny? And they go, nothing. (gasps) What is wrong with you? What is what is wrong with you? You are you're setting up a premise. You're 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 coming at me with energy and excitement about something you want to share, and then you're not sharing. Or you're coming at me with sadness and depression and like I feel bad for you and then you don't want to tell me. And then I have to like fight with you for you to tell me. And we got to just stop. Now listen. I'm trying to get better about gossiping right Mm -hmm. it's against my religion literally and figuratively or literally Mm -hmm. and ethically and i don't like to do it so sometimes i will censor myself if i feel like i'm starting to talk badly about somebody and then i'll be like you know i don't want to say that but if i have that thought i at least have the courtesy to like segue or lie i'm not going to make it the other person's responsibility that i had to self-censor you know what i mean like if i'm talking to you about something and i'm like and then like she just it's it doesn't matter what she did the point is blah 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 blah. at least i'm continuing on the conversation like maybe i'm censoring myself a little bit but i'm like pushing the ball forward i just hate it do you have this situation with people yeah well i think that what is the trigger for me over here is when I feel like someone is beginning to say something, but they want me to pull it out of them so that they right. can um, they can be innocent in the experience. Oh, yes. Or sometimes it bothers me when I feel like it's just all for show or like, right. It's like, uh, I shouldn't say this. Yes. It reminds me of like, I think it's an Ellen DeGeneres stand up thing from yeah. before she had a show and was canceled where it's like, anytime someone's response to, um, hi, how are you? Anytime someone says fine, it's like, <sighs> I know. I don't want to ask what's going on. Just say you're good. Right. You know, right. It's like, don't totally. give me fine. I um, know. But then back to the phone thing when someone's laughing yeah. at their phone and you're like, oh what? God. And they're like, yeah. oh, nothing. That <laughs> is like instantly on the playground at recess in elementary school when you're excluded from the game. I know. It's like, oh, no, you can't see this. No, this joke's not for you. <laughs> this joke is, is for other people that get picked before you in dodgeball. Well, I guess we have similarities when it comes to this, but not gas okay great well that was fun thank you for sharing that complaint sure coming from different points of views why don't we use that to segue into some online reviews what do you think oh my god i think that would be the perfect segue good idea let's do that as you know we are your trusty review queens we each bring in a review from the internet that we feel needs to be inspected we read each other the review then we break it down together And we rate the impact of the review on a scale from one to five crowns. It's a very regal process that we love to call... Assess that kvetch. And Chelsea, my RQC, you're first today. (gasps) Oh my god! Okay, all the butterflies, let's do it! Chelsea, Chelsea. Oh wait, uh, oh, um, I don't want to finish that sentence. Oh, you know um, what? mm. what, Oh, the gas attendant's here. Review that review. Okay. 
So I was thinking like, what are those weird landmarky things that exist in different cities that are like on the must-see list, but also like, why? Mm-hmm. When I was doing that research, I came upon something called Post Alley Gum Wall in Seattle. No. Yeah. So what this is, is it's basically walls and walls and walls and walls of gum. That's it. That's all you need to know. And people like used, go, chewed up gum. Used, chewed up gum that people put on the wall. And then I guess maybe like it, it just collects over time. And it's just there's there's gum everywhere and people are taking photos. Okay. okay. So as I was doing that, I came across this review. It's a three-star review written by Sarah S. Who here is listed as an elite reviewer. Uh, as I was reading this review... I was a little bit confused. So I'm hoping that Trey and maybe some of you listening can help clear some of this up. So I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and read. This is a three-star Yelp review written by Sarah S, who is an elite reviewer, <laughs> and it is for the Gum Wall in Seattle. Oh boy. Here we go. Last review of 2018. <laughs> it's been a ride, <laughs> Yelp. And working for you was a blast in 2017 into 2018. I gotta say, I didn't mind my amazing boss and former Chicago CM Alex S. rolling out of his position, though, and giving myself a break from his insane Yelp event schedule, plus tons of online work, several events every week. Dude was a legend. All that aside, being just a regular old Yelp reviewer again has brought back my joy in sharing my experiences through reviews. Enough of the sentimental crap. On with the off this roller coaster of a year with my 269th review in 2018. And I'm finishing off 2018 with the weird one. The Gum Wall at Pike Place in Seattle. It's a local landmark in the alleyway below Pike Place Market, about 50 feet in length, covered from bottom to 15 feet up in used gum. This tradition of sticking gum on the wall began in 1993 when it became an official tourist attraction in 1999. It's only been scrubbed and scraped down once since then, in 2015. This is such an obscure little lore. By sure, it's worth taking a few minutes between your eating and shopping to check it out, if you can stomach it. I knew I had to check out the gum wall while I was at Pike Place and was looking forward to it. I had visions of taking cute pictures that would be totes insta-worthy and be the talk of the gram. Well, didn't work out that way. I was so grossed out once I was in the presence of all this half-chewed, disgusting, moist, and sticky gum. And to see people touching it and (gasps) leaning up against it. I just... uh, The thought of it right now makes me want to throw up. I legit started dry heaving while I was there. It looks all bright, beautiful, color and fun in pictures, 
But in person, I couldn't handle it. Disgusto. (laughs) I took a couple of shots and promptly had to roll my ass out of there with a quickness sans Instagrammable shots. It's one of those things I'm glad I saw. But heck no, I don't need to see it ever again, as long as I live or in any other lives. Pass. (laughs) What happened in the beginning of the review? Because I'm still unsure. (laughs) (laughs) It's now the third time I've read it, like to myself, and I still don't understand the joke about working for Yelp. Like, if you're in a. I, I, the only thing I can think of is that there's, there's swapping between being elite and not elite. Like we're not making money as an elite reviewer, right? Or are we? Well, no. At first, because you told us they're an elite reviewer, I was thinking, oh, this person's crazy and they thought they were working for Yelp, but they were just right. a reviewer. Right. But no, I, it sounds to me like they actually held a position for Yelp's headquarters because they talk about the boss who had endless events to go to and now they're just a normal reviewer. Um, that's the impression I got because you don't get paid as an elite reviewer. I know. Regardless. Yes. I do think it has nothing to do with this gum wall. Oh, it doesn't. No. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm really having this feeling about Sarah S. Right. That I don't care. Right. I don't know why you've put in so much personal information. Also, it's like so arbitrary. Like it's their, it's, what is the, what number of review did they say this was? 269th review in 2018. I wrote it down. (laughs) I mean, if it was like the 300th or like a nice, pretty round number, it's like, why is the 269th so significant? It's like somebody that's like, I'm going to like celebrate my 26th birthday and it's a really big deal. And you're like, yeah, 25 and 30. That's what you get. I think for me, it's just, how do I want to say? I'm getting a sense that Sarah S Mm -hmm. really takes their life very seriously. Clearly. Because I think that you give this expository information up top to show people that you are really valid. Meanwhile, the meat on the bones of this review are very minimal, other than like the history of the gum wall, which read to me like Sarah S was auditioning to be an article (laughs) writer at BuzzFeed. Like, why are you writing an article in your review instead of just telling us like you thought it was gross? Meanwhile, why did they do a cleaning in 2015? That's what I'm curious about. I don't know. Maybe there was an event that happened. Who the hell knows? I mean, listen, I actually liked that part of the review when Sarah, like by the time we got over that initial saga that I was like, what does this even mean? (laughs) I'm like still, I'm still not convinced. I understand. Once we got through that part, I was like, oh, that's nice because the gum wall is like so weird and arbitrary. Right. And Mm -hmm. I read through a lot of reviews just because when I found this thing, I was like, oh, my God, there's got to be reviews about this. And none of them really answered for me. Like, why? (laughs) When? How? You know what I mean? Like Mm. a lot of them were like, it's gross or it smells like gum or, you know, just stuff like that. But I like that Sarah took an extra time to be like, this is the history of the thing. Like that was actually nice. And I think would impact whether or not I was going to see something like, oh, I thought that was cool. It's interesting to me that Sarah S was so sickened by the site, but mm-hmm. they then still said they were glad to see it. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, this is inter- I think this might be a first on the show where I yeah. think there is new and unique and valuable information inside of the review. I, I really think yeah. that Sarah S gets all points there. Yeah, I do too. Uh, well, okay. So what about the spelling and grammar? It was very good, but there was one little error. I can't remember where it was. It was it was minor though. Oh, okay. Yeah, but tiny. So then truthful shady. I don't think Sarah's being shady. Not at all. I think Sarah's being a little indulgent. But I agree. But she is I, an elite uh, reviewer. We know these elite reviewers do tend to be indulgent. There's right. this pattern of of this kind of behavior and indulgency. So the indulgency in the second two thirds of the review doesn't really bother me. It's more like the first the intro paragraph was completely unnecessary. Right. Yeah. As far as the experience here, you know, the more I thought about it, the more I imagined seeing millions of used chewed up pieces of gum probably looks really gross so So, gross especially if it's like a random alleyway behind like the original starbucks yeah then i'm thinking this it probably is very common that people are like ew you know like it's probably gross yeah i like that they also touched on again i obviously have more information about this gum wall than than anyone probably at this point but what i did like is a lot of people will go to this wall for the Instagram shots, which is like eye roll, yeah, but gonna, like mm-hmm. they do. And I think that I liked that Sarah brought that up and was like, yeah, I thought I was going to be in it for the Instagram shots too. But when I got there, it was so gross that I like quickly took a few shots and none of them were even Instagram worthy. Like maybe we skip the gum wall if we're just there for the photo. Yeah. And I was going to bring this up in my assessment because I, I feel like, because Sarah was negligent in reaching their goal of being the talk of the gram, I think Sarah then put it onto the Yelp review by saying, I'm going to be the talk of Yelp. Interesting, interesting, interesting. They did include some photos. I vote. None of them are Instagram worthy. They are like <laughs> photos of other people taking their photos in front of the wall. What do you think of the humor entertainment level here? I was entertained when I read it. I thought there was an attempt at humor. I don't think again, like I was rolling over like I was for that ball review which at where cherries of fire. Right. But I thought it was like it wasn't boring. I mean, maybe it was boring Correct. at the top, but it was like colorful ish. Yeah, I was entertained because it's just interesting to me. <laughs> okay, so Yeah, is there anything else we should consider before we crown it? No, I think I could crown. I think I could crown. All right. I think I can crown Sarah S. Let's do it. All right. So Chelsea and I each have our own set of one to five crown cards. In an effort to be fair and not influence one another, we will simultaneously reveal our rating. The queens are tabulating. Total score. Interesting. Okay. So Trey is holding up three crowns. I'm holding up four crowns. Trey, why are you holding up three crowns for Sarah S? I just gave three because the overall impact for me is Sarah S like gave me a book report on this (laughs) and and on their life. Yeah. I just I felt like they could have trimmed a lot of the fat in the review. But there is information, barring one mistake, it's grammar and spelling is pretty great. Yeah. I think they're being truthful. I think it's a common experience. I was entertained, maybe not for the right reasons, but yeah. 
and then as far as a deal break, it's not really a deal breaker. Sure. But I'm not going to click on Sarah S's name to read the rest the of the other 268 reviews. reviews. No. So that's why I gave three. Yeah. What about you, Chelsea? Why did you give four crowns? I feel like I was being extra generous today. I thought about doing three and a half. Maybe I should have done three and a half. I threw Sarah the extra crown because, you know, like we discussed, I sort of differ from you. Like I liked the historical background stuff. That was a nice additional aspect to the review that a lot of the other reviewers didn't include. And, you know, she gave it three crowns, not one. And I felt like, okay, it it seemed... right. Yeah, it seemed sort of like, cool, if you're here to take a photo and this is like what you want, like, I don't know, bring nose plugs. I thought there was... I, I thought it was, you know, a decent review all around minus that first part i think if if sarah had just started after that paragraph it would have you know been even more queenly so that was why i went with four crowns for sarah s excellent funny find thank you okay let's take a quick break and when we come back we can get into rqt's review can't wait is it on theme well my review will tie into my zinger spoiler Yes, there's usually a theme. All right. Can't wait to hear it. <laughs> BRBZ. Hold your crown. We'll be right back. One star zinger time. Chelsea, are you ready for a game and to take a quick spin on the merry-go-round? Are you? Um, I am. I, I had like a flashback for a second. I thought it was Thanksgiving because the, the turkey came back. But yes, I am ready. Let's do it. I don't feel like an icon. Most of the days I feel like I can't. That's with an A. All right, Trey and I have each picked a rotten, scathing, pithy one-star zinger, and with 30 seconds on the clock, we'll each take turns trying to recite the zinger in as many genres as possible. Just like Queen Meryl, who does it all. Before the clock runs out! All right, Trey, where is your zinger from today? I have a one-star review from Amazon.com Okay. for Rounder Bum Men's <laughs> Butt Enhancing Padded trunks. This is written by amazing two exclamation marks. Okay. And their subject is hurts. <laughs> and their review from 2018 reads crushes your junk. Mm. <laughs> Do you think that they bought the wrong size? Maybe. That, oh, may, I don't know. You know. Maybe. If we're crushing the junk, we probably <laughs> should have gone up a size. Just a thought. Not not to blame you, but anyway. I'm going to strap you into just like, I don't know. I feel kind of pure today. So can I, can I strap you into like a crown? Is that okay? Yeah. All right. Are you ready? I am. Let's do it. Three, two, one, go. Yankee. Crushes your junk. Courtroom drama. Crushes your junk. Horror! Crushes your junk! 
soap opera. Crushes. Your junk? Pop star. Crushes your junk. Southern. Crushes your junk. <laughs> Spy. Crushes your junk. One. Thank you That's for giving us the read, even though you're not getting the point. Come on, it took you so long. All right, fine, I'll give you Spy. Yes. All right, I'll give you Spy. <laughs> Seven, Trey. That was high. Good, great job, Trey. Thank you. Damn, Gina, good work. What is okay. your zinger today, Chelsea? Okay, my zinger is a Google review for Target. <laughs> And this review is written by Daniel P. The review is, Connor, you're not the father. (laughs) Matt is. (laughs) What? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why Daniel P. decided to go to this forum to let Connor know. What? Um, (laughs) But that's it. It's a review of Target from Daniel P. Connor, you're not the father. Matt is. Okay, well, obviously, I'm going to strap you in to Maury Povich. (laughs) Okay, yay. Love it. All right. You are not the father. Yes. (laughs) Are you ready? (laughs) I am ready. Three, two, one. Adult film. Connor, you're not the father. Matt is. Superhero. Connor, you're not the father. Matt is. Lapstick. Connor, not the father. Matt is. <laughs> Auctioneer. Connor, you're, you're not the father. Matt is. Shakespeare. Connor, you're not the father. Matt is. Breaking news. Connor, you're not the father. Matt is. One. Six. You won, Diva. Take your crown. Take your crown. Take your crown. <laughs> Wait, that was a really funny zinger. You just randomly found that? Correct. Yes, she did. Sometimes you find a Daniel P. Review that review. All right. We are back from that rousing game break. And Trey, it is your turn Where is your review from this week? All right. Today, I have a one-star review from Yelp.com. Okay. Written by Bobby T for Rounder Bum, men's butt-enhancing underwear. Okay, hold on. Hold. (laughs) Okay. Um... A couple questions before we get started. So is this the same product as the Zinger? Like the same exact product? So interesting. So the product is for one of the pairs of underwear. This Yelp review is for the store in West Hollywood, the storefront. And what is it called again? Rounder Bum. (laughs) Okay. Just want to make sure I had all that. Okay, cool. And do you understand what Rounder Bum is? Yeah, like it's basically like reverse Spanx so that it looks like you have a a nice round butt. It's like an undergarment that's meant to enhance. Yes. And it's in West Hollywood. So. Yes. It's okay. (laughs) It's in the right, you know, space. It's actually, I think it's in the spot that used to be American Apparel. In in WeHo. Yeah, that corner. So it's prime real estate. Yeah. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Okay, me. so All here right, we go. So this, this is Bobby is T. Bobby okay. T's review. 
This is written on November 13th of 2020. Okay. As you all can see, my reviews are always very positive. I love to support businesses. However, this business does not deserve to be supported. I bought some things from them when they came. The item is too small. I asked if I could exchange the ones I did not open. I was not allowed to do so on one of the compression shirts. I sent it back to them because their ad was misleading, saying it was a certain way and it was not. And they would not accept returns after they said they would, which took about two weeks to do. All they want to do is offer you a half credit every time you want to return something to get you to buy more. This is a scam. I am alerting everyone at my West Hollywood Chamber of Commerce, which I'm very loud speaker at. In my email database of 850,000 people that I spend my 25-year career of being in business in West Hollywood, I hope the store closes and I hope it closes soon. (gasps) You can buy the same items on eBay for $8.65, which I just ordered three dozen and they'll be here by November 21st, which is much quicker than doing this exchange, which is right down the street. Also on my eBay account, you can see I have bought over 700 things on it, so I know how to shop. But wait, there's more. They replied to their own review. So the first one (laughs) was November 13th. Now it's November 20th, which is my sister's birthday. Bobby T writes again, updated review. I sent an exchange back three weeks ago, and I'm still getting the runaround. I don't have this type of trouble when I shop at the Andrew Christian website. What is going on with Rounderbum and that they're closed? Is this company not solvent enough to have one employee do returns and exchanges? I was ready to buy more, but now I can buy the same thing on eBay for 80% less. Okay. So so the reason you're running out of breath here is because... Bobby T is seemingly ultra proficient in run on sentences. Is that right? Yes, I only took a breath when I was given oh, a period. Wow. That was my um <clears throat> that was my exercise oh for today. Oh my god. I mean, that Which really I think takes I think that's appropriate since Bobby T shares that they have a database of eight 850,000 people on their email list. So you would think they would know how to write sentences. Give me a break. Okay. One question right off the bat. Yeah. And we've, I think, talked about this before. What do we think when people start their reviews with the whole line, which we've heard a million times at this point, like, I usually write all positive reviews, but today is the exception. You know, I don't know. I'm kind of of two... Like, I can see... I want to believe them. I want to believe right. that that's true. But I also recognize that you can set up the reader in a way that m- is setting them to believe that this is especially bad because you never delve in bad. Right. So then I sort of just ignore it because I don't know if I'm being manipulated or not. Same. I'm like, doth protest too much or not? I don't know. There's something like everybody in their Everyone mother says it, yeah. wants us to know that when they returned the clothes at Ross, they so gently laid them on, <laughs> on the counter and, and walked out with the not even a peep. You know, it's just, it's a little cringy to me at this point. I think I just, I had to point out here in the second updated review yeah bobby t says i was ready to buy more 
But in the first original review, they're going to go to the Chamber of Commerce to have this company close their doors because they're so mad that they wouldn't offer the exchange. So which is it, Bobby T? Oh, my God. I feel like I'm like, have you been watching? Do you watch Shark Tank? I feel like I'm channeling my like Mr. Wonderful this season has gotten anger management. So every time oh. he, he will do this thing where he's like, I just want to eviscerate you, but I'm not going to. But I'm <laughs> not going to. And, I, and I'm having like a little bit of that feeling with Bobby for some reason, because I'm also so i first turned off by the positive thing then i'm turned off by the eight hundred fifty thousand emails even though a part of me respects the move right because it's Mm -hmm. like you're just really showing your hand bobby you know like you're saying pay attention to me if you don't pay attention to me i'm gonna slander you to eight hundred fifty thousand people so you better pay attention to me like yeah it's really whiny and like begging attention and i don't know much about the west hollywood chamber of commerce but like is it just like a town hall type meeting where you can just go like in my head it's like if you're a west hollywood resident show up at you know three o'clock at west hollywood town hall and we'll open the floor we'll open the floor at one point and bobby is always the one that's like i have something to say about the trash i have something to say about the parking i have you know like he's always gonna be that person and on the one hand i almost respect that because i know exactly who bobby is but on the other hand when we're going into the truthful element of this and we're deciding whether or not bobby is truthful or shady i think bobby is maybe a little shady it does it does come across to me as shady because bobby t self-identifies and this is written as one word loudspeaker yeah yeah which i'm very lodged that as your complaint last week oh that's right yeah but they're saying that they are a loudspeaker at the chamber of commerce so it makes me think that bobby has learned in their 25 year career that the squeaky wheel gets the grease so if i complain the loudest i'm gonna get what i want and so a little bit of this feels to me like They didn't give you a 100% refund, which you said you understood to be the case. And then they said, no, but we'll give you half store credit. So therefore, you think the store should close? Like, and so therefore, you go on here and you just spout all the stuff about you. And this, I'm like, I don't want to go here because I don't think it's necessary. But Mm -hmm. Bobby T is a very famous person. Oh, I recognize them instantly also their name is very famous and they have appeared on like e and like they are a very known fashion person so even that makes me feel like don't you know who i am energy got it okay well that's interesting because i didn't know that and i i still don't i mean i maybe i live under a rock but i still don't know who you're talking about in this moment and I still got that vibe, right. you know, even without knowing. So I think that that is very front and center. What was the time between the two reviews? One week. It was the 13th and then the 20th. Okay. Here's where I'm very confused. All right. Mm-hmm. Three dozen. <laughs> three. Oh, yeah. Three dozen pairs. Quick math. 36. 36 pairs of underwear, 30 to 31 days a month. Why do we need so much underwear that we got whatever we got, we returned, 
We bought 36 pairs. We said they're on their way. Like we're, we're bragging about how fast I'm going to get them, all that. So you have them. And then a week later, you're trying to go back and buy more. How many pairs do you need? Because in addition to the 36 pairs of underwear, I can't imagine you're going to do more than once a day. Like it seems like a nighttime thing. So, or maybe not, I could be wrong. Maybe you wear them all day. Either way, 36 is a lot of underwear. And then they reference another underwear brand in the second review. Mm -hmm. So Bobby T isn't just wearing this underwear. Clearly they wear other kinds of underwear as well. Well, I want to clarify, it is a little murky on the details because Bobby T in the original review says that they bought some things from them. Okay, The item is too small. And they ask if they could exchange the ones they did not open. And they were Mm -hmm. not allowed to do so on one of the compression shirts. So they must have purchased compression shirts and underwear. And it sounds like they wouldn't take a return back from the compression shirt, which seems even less intimate than underwear. Right. Like you think you wouldn't take back underwear because it's like if you've had your parts all up on it. We might not want to resell that item. But no, you're right. They do say three dozens. Three dozen pairs, right? So it's not like three dozen sets that you're like, oh, it could be a shirt and a this, like three. Oh, wait, you know what? What? On eBay, they bought three dozen. That's what I'm saying. Oh. So on eBay, they bought 36. They're bragging about the fact that they're going to get it real quick, faster than they could have if they would have ordered it through the store. Then a week later, they're talking about going back to the store and getting more. Is this a one-star review? Yeah. Inadvertently, a a five-plus star review. You're so passionate about these underwear that you wrote not one, but two reviews within the course of two weeks. You've also bought at least... 36 pairs of this kind of underwear. (laughs) Clearly, there must be something really great about this underwear. If you're buying so much of it, maybe I should go pick some up. Chelsea, that is like a really great point. I didn't even pick up on that. I mean, obviously, spelling and grammar is horrifying. Horrible. We both kind of find this to be shady. Common experience or a fluke? I don't know because they... What is the experience? What is the experience that I can't return all my items? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're this angry, you're going to go to the Chamber of Commerce. Please quote what the return policy was that you're saying they're not honoring. Why are we so upset? (laughs) I want to know. Like, am I missing something? All I know is that we're upset because I can't get 100% refund. I can only get 50% store credit. Half credit. Is that the thesis? Yeah. Yeah. It was lost in the Michigas. I barely could see the point anymore. So is it humorous? No. No, I don't think so. I mean, again, like, it's funny because, like, again, I don't know who Bobby T is and don't come at me, okay? Like, I'm sure you're a great person. I don't know Bobby T. But the character that I'm getting of Bobby T off the table is very entertaining to me. So it's not humor necessarily, but I am entertained by this character walking around the world. And I do think I get a lot of personality, which I think for me is almost a part of the humor assessment is personality. And there is personality here. Yeah. Like oozing from the page. 
I guess I just I'm I am unsure about the experience as we pointed out like I can't tell if this is common or fluke like I don't know if Bobby misinterpreted what the return policy was or if they're actually not honoring their word that's unclear to me so I don't know if there was a reply from owner here I would be curious if they would have a different story of this exchange like these Mm. are undergarments like they are on private whatever like we don't accept them back uh, we will give a 50% refund because essentially we have to donate the product or like, is there an explanation here that's like Bobby T <laughs> should have gotten the memo and didn't get the memo? I don't know. I don't know. No deal breakers here. No, I think I could crown Bobby T. I like feel bad. I'm going to have to stop talking about him, but I'm ready to crown. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's crown Bobby T. The queens are tabulating. Total school. Interesting. Okay, so I'm holding up a half crown. Trey is holding up one crown. I was like going back and forth between a half crown and one crown. I'll go first. I gave Bobby T a half crown because like I said, at the end of the day, I'm not really sure what the point of the review is. I wish that whatever the thesis statement that was being made here, I wish it was made clearly. But because there was so much else clouding this review, I can't even really walk away with this armed with the knowledge I would need to proceed at the store. So for that reason, there's not really a ton of impact. I'm a little bit confused. Like I said, reverse impact for me. This product seems great. Maybe I should go get it. So for that reason, half crown. Why one crown for for Bobby T from you? Well, I felt like all I walk away with after reading this is that I mm-hmm. should double check the return policy and make sure I'm purchasing the right yes. size, etc. Mm-hmm. Please like please proofread and add punctuation. It's like, that's just obnoxious at this point. And I gave it the one crown because it was funny to me that Bobby T was so mad and spiteful. That's what it felt like to me. So that's why I gave it one crown. I hear you. I was definitely going back and forth between both. So thank that was fun. Thanks for bringing that in. Trey. Now I'm super curious who that is, but Mm. we'll see. All right, my queen, we have reached the most regal portion of our show. Who are you inducting, Trey, for? My Royal Highness. Okay, so here we go. Here's the completion of my tease up top. All right, Chelsea. Season two of Cheer came out last month. Okay. So I'm watching it late. Uh But okay, so anyone who did not watch, Cheer was a documentary series on Netflix that followed the nation's highest scoring cheerleading squad at collegiate. Yes. And it's actually a junior college. And Mm -hmm. what was so fascinating about the program or about the television show is that they're there to catch all of the drama, all of the injuries. But what was like so fascinating was the stakes are so high. And I think that it affects me emotionally because anytime I see anyone that's a professional dancer, there's something that is so emotional to me about that level of discipline and commitment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this the whole cheerleading thing, so much of season one is sort of stripping down what our cultural understanding of like cheering on the sidelines versus the competitive... Vers- Right. Cheerleading squads. I mean, those of us who have seen Bring It On, you know. Yes, but it literally is Bring It On on crack because they're doing like gymnastics on top of other bodies, like being held up. They're like the third person on top. And these 
people that are doing the cheering are in their early 20s. And there is a shelf life to being able to do that to your body. Oh my God, yes. There's just, it's just the highest of highest stakes. And it's so much about teamwork and like, it's just very moving. There's a reason it sort of became a sensation. So season two has just come out and it gets very meta because it's following how they've all become famous. And so Mm. they're still trying to put their routine together. They want to like get to Daytona and you know, they just have this extreme goal that's so taxing. They're like puking, trying to like Ugh, get their bodies yeah. conditioned. And then all of a sudden, COVID happens oh, in the yeah. middle of this second season. And then all this other stuff happens. I'm not going to talk about it. But anyway, that's what I've been doing all week has been like binging season binging. two. Yes. But my Royal Highness induction today is the creator, the executive producer, and the director. His name is Greg Whiteley. Okay. He is a multi-Emmy winner. I just think the idea is so obviously going to be interesting. It's like sports. I mean, there's so much sport content, but it's a sport that people don't think of as a sport. They think it's the silly thing. So there's so right. much to strip away. And then just... The storytelling is so fraught and emotional. And then I thought, how do you ever have a season two? Like the first season tracks them going to this competition. So like, what's right. the story after that? And I honestly think season two is better than season one. It really? goes off into Even like post COVID. Yes. It goes off into like six different places. Like you don't. Wow. It is. It is so good TV. Fascinating. So I just, I am inducting Greg Whiteley. Kudos to you for having the thought, the idea, and pivoting, pivoting, trying to figure out like, okay, the meta-ness of watching them, trying to navigate getting agents and managers and doing cameos and then rehearsing and then the coach goes on dancing with us. Like it just is so fascinating. And I think that ultimately the thesis statement of the show is what do we put up with for the things that are our heart's desire? Yeah. Which I think is just so much more important to look at, examine, question, showcase than like, will he give the rose to this girl? You know, it's like, it actually is an intelligent story for reality television. And it's highlighting these people that are committed to something that other people laugh at, which is just hook, line, and singer, sinker. I'm involved. I'm there. I'm, I'm watching. So I'm inducting you, Greg Whiteley, for your genius, genius first and second season of Cheer on Netflix. Wow. Greg Whiteley, congratulations. You have been officially inducted. You're a royal highness and you're in good company. You know, you, the magic eraser. You know, we got lots of things in there at this point. Aloe vera. Cheese, french fries. You could have a whole meal. All right, Chelsea. Do we have time for a royal review before we complete today's episode? (gasps) Oh my God, yes. There's always time for a royal review. Can't wait. Yay! Yay! Baby, it's time for some royal reviews. All right. So every review that we receive for our show is a royal review. Yes. And today we have selected one from Stephanie X13 on Apple Podcasts. Okay. Stephanie X writes... 
Five stars. Love this podcast. Two exclamation marks. I love listening and I love these two queens. You two are incredible. I'll give the podcast and its hosts 100 plus crowns. And then they have three little crowns. Yay. Thanks, Stephanie. Stephanie, thank you so much. That was so nice of you to say. We give you all the crowns too. Every review for our show helps new listeners find us and we so greatly appreciate it. If you want a chance to be featured on our show and have your review read, please make sure that you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. It really means the world to us. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Thank you. And if this is the Stephanie I think it is, you are a rock star and we appreciate you. So supportive always. All right. Well, that's it. Here we go. That is the end of episode 39, Chelsea. Can you believe? We should have celebrated because it's a random year, but I think we should really celebrate next week. I can't even believe that we're going to be 40 episodes in next week. I remember when this was just a kernel of an idea. Wow. 12 weeks away from our one year. Wow, you guys. Thank you all so much for joining us today. If you like what you heard, please share it with a friend. If you didn't like what you heard, please share it with an enemy. You can join our mailing list to stay up to date with the goings on in the queendom at reviewthatreview.com. And you can hit up our voicemail box, one eight five zero review 0 or slide into our DMs. You can follow us on all the socials at The Review Queens. I'm at Chelsea BD, and that's Chelsea with a Y. And I'm at Trey Gerald. On today's After Show Pod, we are rating and reviewing a one-star review for a keto brownie mix. Oh, no. To find out what made Chelsea say. Because you might just end up with the runs for us runs. You know what I mean? (laughs) And to find out what made Trey say. Olene, 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 Olene. Don't give me leaky discharge because you can. Then join our Patreon at patreon.com slash review that review in order to hear our very special members only after show podcast. But remember, ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender non-specific queen. Bye. Bye. Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don with editing and sound design by Trey Gerald. With voiceover talents by Ida Kaminsky, our cover art was designed by Logo Bora, and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. Three dozen is a lot of underwear, right? <laughs> That's like a lot. That's a lot. And it's like the butt kind. So those got to take up even more space. Bobby's closet must be huge. And his ass, his ass, though. Even bigger. Even bigger. (laughs) 